One thing that, this is probably like the topic of my life, which is I completely burnt out in the middle of growing this business after doing like 40 something weddings alone and just came to like a brick wall and crashed into it. So that's why I've spent the next two years learning about alone time, creative growth and inspiration. Because when you're not getting inspired, you're just moving towards being completely empty and burnt out. So most of us struggle with staying inspired because we haven't created the space for it. So it's not that we don't know how to get inspired. It's not that we're not creative people because we are creative and we don't know how to get inspired. That's how we got here. But we haven't created space in our life for that to happen. And I think that's a big um, reality is that for most of the things that are lacking in our life, we just haven't created space for it. How do we find and create a place of rest in our life? And for me, like when I hear that, I'm thinking like, okay, that's the most complicated thing that's too much. I don't need to do that. I don't really need that. In all reality, how do I even do that? And the truth is, is that it's much simpler than you realize. I love this quote from unknown person. Everything works better when you unplug it, including you. And I think that's a really interesting thought about like when something doesn't work, like when your TV doesn't work, when something doesn't work, you just unplug it for a while, plug it back in. And the, the reality is that as people, we spend, even because of social media, we spend most of our time like super connected all the time. So we get information from everything and every topic and every news article. And so we're expected to not only consume all this information, but also know how to react to all of it, post things about it, talk about it at work, talk about it at school, and so it's this constant like circle of being plugged in all the time, being connected. Do you know about this po political thing? Do you know about this sporting event? Do you know about this? If you don't, you're out, FOMO. And so I think a big part of it is just realizing that we don't have to be plugged in all the time. And I think a huge part of this started for me, like I would just take the dog on walks for like 20 minutes at the park during this like season of being really burnt out. And I would remember like, why does this feel so freeing? Why do I feel so rested? And I realized it was like, because that was the only time in my life I was actually getting moments to breathe. And so I think one of the biggest reasons, there's a few reasons, one of the biggest reasons that we don't actually um, practically and intentionally rest is because we think that we have to do more than we actually have to do. You don't have to take 24 hours in rest. That's unrealistic for all of us. But like, you can take an hour. But like, instead of that, we think I'm just gonna get on social media and scroll but in reality, that's just like vegging out our brain and our body versus did I actually feel rested, content, happy with joy or peace after that hour of scrolling? Probably not. Um, culture doesn't celebrate rest. So it's not like people are like, man, you're doing so great resting in your life. You're doing so great taking a break. You're doing so great taking time for yourself. Like we give time to our family. We give time to our siblings. We give time to our friends, to our work, to everything except for usually ourself. So I love this quote, to, once again, I never remember who quoted anything, so they don't get any credit, but to be comfortable being alone is to be at peace with God. And I think I, there was like many seasons of my life where I was not comfortable being alone. Like I did not like to be alone. I hated it. And if I was alone, I'm listening to music, listening to podcasts, turning on YouTube videos, but absolutely do not want to be completely alone. And so like in this season, I've embraced it more. There's good days, bad days, but I do really... Um, enjoy alone time now because I've actually filled it with something. So I think one reason we struggle with rest is because we think that rest means doing nothing. And so rest actually doesn't mean doing nothing. Rest means doing something that fills you up. So like going on a bike ride could be rest. Going for a run could be rest. Um, watching TV could be rest. 
reading a book could be rest, whatever like fills you up and makes you feel better afterward. Like I know someone that's a mountain biker and so like her day of rest is getting away from her kids and going mountain biking, which is not at all restful for your body, but like for her soul and her mind, it's a very restful experience. So I would say thinking that rest is nothing makes me not want to do it. If you're like a doer, you don't just want to sit on the couch and stare at the wall. That sounds crazy. And so think about those places in your life where you could, I call them pockets of alone time. So you could, um, just, I guess they're, yeah, so pockets of alone time are like 15, 20, 30 hour sessions of like doing something that's restful and challenging ourselves to say, okay, I'm not going to check my phone. I'm not going to do social media. What is something else I can do? Is it going for a walk? Is it reading a book? Is it watching Netflix without any guilt of like, I'm going to watch an hour of Netflix and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to think about all the things that I could be doing. Guilt-free rest, like creating a window of time. And um, a lot of people like religiously did this as like a Sabbath, but I think even in our culture, it's hard to go from like no rest to 24-hour Sabbath. So that's why I think moments of alone time is really beneficial. And so the reality is, this is the reality I had to face, is that if you're unwilling to rest, we'll continue to partner with the negativity we speak over ourselves. So it's like, I don't have enough time. I never make enough time for what I need to do. Um, I'm always so busy. Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I have no life. And so there are seasons of life where that is going to be the case no matter what we do. We're going to feel that way. But there are other seasons where we're like partnering with those voices as opposed to saying like, yeah, maybe there's like something, a little something I could do about this. And so one of my favorite words that I learned like two years ago is no. No is a great word. A guilt-free no. It's really hard to say no because we're people pleasers. If you're like me, you're a people pleaser. You genuinely want to help people. Generosity, giving, kindness are all things we want to be, but then we end up just giving, 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 and then there's no getting for ourselves. And so no is a big word. Um, someone once said, like, if you say yes to something and you don't actually show up for it, it's, you should have just said no. Because you're going to that thing for that person, but you don't show up emotionally, spiritually, physically, and so you're like, ah, oh, you're kind of half there with a bad attitude. You should have just stayed home, you know? And so I think learning to give yourself permission to say no is super important because we just, no one's ever given us permission for the most part to say no. And so the schedule just completely fills up. And like I said, there are busier seasons of life, busier moments of life. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be busy, but like I can take a two hour, like for me, it's like Sundays, evenings. I'll just sit down and watch a movie and then I will usually read a book, but I'll put my phone up for like that three, four hour window. And it literally feels like such a long span of time, even though it's not. Like, I will not check my phone no matter what. The ringer's on, so someone can call me if it's an emergency. It will ring, like text or an emergency, you know? Um, and so, no has become that word of saying, like, I'm going to create a little window of time for myself so that when I go to work on Monday, I'm actually fresh. Um, and we can find that time. It's just not always easy. Um, yeah, this one's fun to also realize. is like sometimes we have to look in the mirror and realize we have a part to play in finding rest. And so, like... There are things outside of our control. There are busier moments, seasons of life, jobs, school, work, family, friends. But then sometimes you have to look in the mirror and go like, yeah, I am tired. Yeah, I am exhausted. Yeah, um, maybe my body's good, but like my mind is exhausted. And I found out that even if I had a long list of things to do at work, if I would ignore that list for three hours and do something else when I knew I was empty, I would come back to that list way more alert, way more fresh, way more creative, and after that hour at the park, I would come back and actually get that work done 
in three hours when it probably would have taken me six or eight hours of on and off watching TV if I was completely exhausted. Um, and as I said this already, rest does not mean doing nothing. That's just something uh, that really changed me because I don't like to do nothing. I get bored. So do something. Find something that's restful and don't like apologize for it and protect that space because usually what happens is, is as soon as you find a window of time in your week and you plan what you're going to do, almost always something's going to come up or someone's going to call you. Your mom's going to ask you to help her move her bed into another bedroom or like something's going to happen almost every single time that you create that space and you just have to say, no, I'm sorry. Once we're in this place of rest, like how do we get inspired? So we're usually not creating enough um, breathing room in our life to where we can actually get inspired or get creative. And so um, this is kind of the question that Nick asked earlier, but like I most often get inspired outside of my skill set. So I don't really get inspired by videographers anymore. I don't get inspired by photographers as much anymore. I find myself like really inspired by music, um, books, watching movies, going for a run. Sometimes my like little Sabbath time will be like, I'm going to go to the coffee shop and I'm going to leave my phone in the car and I'm not going to work on anything, uh, see what happens, go to the park. So like finding those things for you that fill you up, but also um, uh, a big thing for me was saying like, all right, I'm going to now get inspired outside of my skill set. Like I can't play music, I can't draw art, but like if I can go to a free art museum and walk around for an hour, like I feel great. And sometimes that's something outside of our, as, as opposed to like I'm a photographer, I'm going to keep looking at photos all the time until I eventually spin out and hate myself and hate my work and hate everything that I do because that's all I'm looking at. Um, one thing that's been super helpful for this is like starting a daily journal. And so um, just, it's not like, oh, you have to have some specific, you know, this is what I have to do every single day, but just like starting something where the thoughts that are up here get down on paper. And I think um, the second part is where I'm preaching to myself, which is don't quit when you miss a day because I always will like miss a day or two and like, oh crap, I missed a day in my daily journal. I'm just going to stop. Or if you're doing daily reading in the same way, like don't feel like that you have to quit, you know? Um, and I think a lot of us get to that place where we're like, okay, well, this all sounds great. Cool. Um, I can't really do this right now. I don't really know how to like what to do next. And like, that's where it's like, take one step towards rest. And so like, if that's an hour of time, if that's a Sunday morning, if that's a Sunday evening, if that's a Friday at lunch, like whatever that is, just block off that time for you and don't apologize for it and breathe. And some of you might already be great at this. I hope that you are. I was absolutely awfully terrible at this. And so what I would do is like I would rest, but in resting, I would, I would rest, but in resting, I would still be thinking about work. It's so like my body would be at rest, but my mind would be focused on work completely. And I think you have to find something that engages your mind away from work or else it's really not rest for us. Usually we're looking for rest and creative inspiration like in our mind, in our body, in our soul. And so usually we are probably good at two of these things and lack at one of them in my opinion. So like uh, my mind, I love to read recently. I love to watch mentally stimulating things on YouTube. So I work my mind a lot. Um, I like to pray. I'm spiritual. I'm a Christian. I like uh, to think through the spiritual things and like read about that. So like my soul feels pretty uh, worked and good and at rest. But like there was many seasons of my life up until like a couple of weeks ago where my body just wasn't like, you know, like I'm a slimmer person, but my body never felt good. My body 
felt very like uh, lazy and like I'm dragging it along all the time because I was never giving any attention. Like I wasn't going on walks or runs or riding bike, anything active at all. I just wasn't doing it. So that's been a huge part of my life is realizing like, okay, everything is lacking or there's places lacking because my mind or sorry, my body is a little bit um, underworked. And so I've been thinking about that this past month of like, how do I work my body more? And so probably out of those three, there's something that you could probably give more attention to out of the mind, body, and soul. And like I said, it's, it's completely normal if we're not focusing on all three, but all three are like a ecosystem in my mind of, of um, those working together.